Because there's new hope right now for Edmonton's Chinatown as the city is aiming to make the area more of a cultural hub. It already is, but uh, turning it into even more of one. And joining us on the program today, part of the Chinatown Transformation Collaborative Society, is the co-chair Sandy Pond. Hey, Sandy. Hi, how are you, Brent? I'm doing great. So can you tell us a little bit about what's what, what what's going on here? Well, um, the CTC, which is Chinatown Transformation Collaborative, we've got funding to activate programming for the area in terms of economic development and tourism and so forth. So we've been at work for quite a bit of uh, stuff that's for the last couple of years, and uh, things are going to come to fruition. I was just going to ask you, are you happy with the process? Is it going too slow? Is it going too quick? How do you feel about it? Well, with the COVID pandemic, really slowed down everybody. Right. And it affected a lot of businesses, and businesses are the attraction for tourism uh, and bringing vibrancy for the area. And also, you know, it, it, it also increases safety. And so with the businesses dwindling in the area due to the pandemic and a lot of residents have moved out, that, you know, really slowed the path of the growth. But we are confident it's happening again. I mean, in terms of um, uh, energy, uh, people are coming back and we are having a lot of things that are going to be providing to Edmontonians to enjoy. Sandy, what's the, the big issue here? Is it being able to have people park and then be able to walk around the area? Uh, are there little issues like that? Uh, so you mentioned safety is one. That would be a perception on the, on the part of some people. But what are the, some of the things? What are the stumbling blocks before we get to some of the positive stuff? Um, parking, of course, is always an issue. But the city of Edmonton has tried their best in terms of providing different kind of planning, uh, you know, in it to provide parking spaces, uh, bringing down the, the parking costs right. uh, in the public area, and then they do they they're very sensitive, looking at what are what are the events that are happening in around there to make it to make it work to make it more affordable for people to come to downtown. And so they're doing that. Uh, some of the parking have been eliminated, which is kind of a little sad due to there is a bit of urban renewal in terms of the infrastructure. Uh, but, you know, there was reasons why they changed some of that. But we just have to work with it because the city is growing and parking will be decreased. It's just the way it is. Yeah. More people, more cars, and you're going to have to fight for parking a bit. But the, the parking is very affordable. Now, what about what about events? Like, obviously, we have the Lunar New Year and stuff like that. How do you get the messaging out that we have events going on and you might want to think of us? Well, the, one of the one, wonderful things about with the city of Edmonton now, they have created this newsletter and also have a community calendar that is for public and to collaborate with all the different associations and entities in the area and let people know that what's going on. So they're working really hard of creating that message to the public to say, hey, there are things happening. Check it out this weekend. And so they, they, they just started this program now and uh, it's bringing more people be, you know, aware of what's happening around town, especially in downtown and Chinatown. Sandy, when did the Collaborative Society get started? Um, well, that's that started in 20, we formed it in 2018, okay. 2019, it really started. But four years prior, we did the Chinatown Economic Development um, Task Force. Uh, and we see that there was a need for an entity to bridge everybody together, to connect everyone together, because 
some associations are have a very narrow mandate. Uh, it's just that they have certain type of membership. For us, is that for residents, for developers, for building owners, to agencies, uh, and other organizations in the area or want to come to the area. And so we're going to have a collaborative approach how we can make a uh, the China Hill region a much happier and better place. Now, of course, this costs money. How much do you think it would cost to kind of get things back on its feet? Oh, well, it really depends on what your what the scale of things are. I mean, for ourselves, we do have a budget, a four-year budget uh, provided by the city of Edmonton. Okay. Uh, it's public notice. It's about $1.2 million, but it's dispersed over four years. They do have a lot of expectations of what we need to do. We have a mandate of what we have to do to fulfill those obligations. And uh, But as far as for economic development, we do need a lot of private developers, public sectors involvement, for example, different parts of uh, different levels of government. They have different departments of what they want to do. So we try to engage everybody together to make the area a, a very logical plan of certain things that are going to be very interesting for the cultural part. Um, there is, uh, a, a, you know, the Chinese community has been there for a long time, but also the indigenous community and other cultural groups that have been there. So we like to celebrate everybody. And uh, But there is a certain focus at the South Chinatown, uh, southern part of Chinatown, is that there is a lot of uh, infrastructure that is Chinese themed. Right. We also have a lot of historical buildings along Jasper Avenue that we have to celebrate. Uh, one of the things that we want to put back is the Carbon Gate. And it was on 102nd A Avenue yep. where the LRT line is. Unfortunately, it has been taken down. And now we're going to build a new one next to the Canada Place where Chinatown started uh, over 107 years ago. And so that would be a big landmark celebration piece that everybody, whoever comes in near downtown Chinatown, will take a picture. We'll walk by there. We'll go around, you know, and, and, and check the site and scene uh, of the River Valley and the convention center. So that is one big piece is coming, uh, and we hope that we'll get it done within the three years' time. I remember when it was put up the first time, and then, of course, when they took it down, I wondered what happened to it and where is it? Can you, where okay. is it, I guess, Sandy? So, <laughs> pieces of when it cut, that came down, the top part yep. is over, the Claire, over by Clairview there, one of the um, uh, storage uh, outposts. Okay. And uh, but some of the the pieces of the gate is it's quite old and 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 it's weathered over time. So we will have to build a brand new gate. We'll try to incorporate some sentimental pieces, but I don't think the big pieces are able to be reclaimed or refurbished. Plus, it takes a bit of a beating with the weather we get here in the winter, right? Definitely, we are a winter city. Yeah, we've got. We have to make sure that we have to build to last. Now, the other thing too, and I love the fact you're talking about. So it, you would bring the gate down right to Jasper Avenue, right where it's ninety. That's ninety six Street, is it? Ninety seven. Ninety seven Street, and then kind of go north from there. Is that what I'm hearing from you? Correct. So okay. Chinatown Region starts at the River Valley at Lewis McKinley Park, right, and up Ninety seven Street all the way down. Uh, the boundaries are like Hundred First Street to Ninety Five Street. Uh, and then we go all the way down to uh, to the south, uh, the northern part of 107A Avenue because 107 Avenue becomes 107A Avenue. So right. there's a there is another gate there. It's arrival of um, happiness. Yep. And uh, and that's that's uh, uh, that that 
even that gate needs to be a little bit of refurbishing, but the brand new gate would be magnificent over by where Canada places. And we hope that there will be a large event. One of the things I made proposal to the to the city is that I hope that um, some of our biggest marathon will be using that as a finish line and a starting line. Uh, it would be spectacular, something to be uh, proud of. Great, great idea. Hey, the, the other thing too, Little Italy's got this reputation very positive. Do you work with the other areas around the Chinatown area to see how you can partner up to make sure that it, all the areas are safe and that everybody's working together? Is there a collaborative effort? Yes, there is. There is now with the, uh, for example, Little Italy and some of the other places like 124th Street or Downtown Business Association, they have their own, what they call it, BIAs, like Business Improvement Associations, including that wonderful place on 100, I mean, wonderful um, organization on 118th Avenue being very successful in rejuvenating their neighborhoods. So we do work with people around the area and see what is successful and let's you know make it like um a positive flow of traffic and also connect with different events so uh we can kind of uh, cross pollinate a bit uh but the chinatown the ctc i'm with uh which i chair uh that is focused on the chinatown region um we do have some some uh major items right now we have to deal with such as safety Gotcha. So I'm guessing you work with EPS as well and the peace officers and people like that, Perfect. first responders. Very, yeah, very closely we have yeah. to because it just, um, the COVID pandemic, it's just a sign of the time that there's a lot of houseless, you know, issues and mental illness and drug addictions. Uh, we have to deal with that. It's reality. Yeah. But we can, we can, we can, we can make it work and we will, uh, you know, I have to, again, I thank the Alberta government, I thank the federal government and the city of Edmonton, our city council is very attentive, uh, and the EPS, are they are great with the frontline workers. I can't say anything that, you know, I mean, uh, more grateful that what they have done and willing to provide every kind of resource possible, because this is not just for the Chinatown region, this is, this, that has a peripheral effect throughout Edmonton. If we can't tackle things in downtown, then everything else spill over to other neighborhoods, and we don't want to see that happen. Well, Sandy, keep plugging away at this uh, and uh, continue success. Keep working away at it because it, it, it'll be all great once it's all done. But thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Brent. Okay, great talking to you again. Thank you. Sandy Pond, Chinatown Transformation Collaborative Society. She's the co-chair there.